Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, we're back. Uh, you sure had some interesting experiences with next week's episode. <laughs> Perhaps in a couple of weeks, I'll talk to you about that. Yeah, I, I think we need to uh, discuss that further in a in a couple of weeks. Or I guess I'll tell everyone about it because I came in here and vomited it all over you guys <laughs> for the, for the first five minutes I walked in the door. I think I was mid sentence halfway down the hall about you it. You were, you were. Yeah. talking to myself, and it was hysterical. Uh, but we'll touch on that in a couple of weeks. Yes, we've got a surprise coming for you all next week. Uh, stay tuned. You're definitely going to want to make sure you download the episode. Yes. Uh, but Timmy, we've got, uh, some new listener mail. Do we not? No, oh, we do. Yeah. Um, we got a couple messages from people this week and it was pretty cool. Oh. But specifically we got an email from a listener by the name of Ethan. Mm. Yeah. Shall I read? Please. Okay. We could guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Hey, Chad, Rick, minus the Y yeah. and Tim, maybe that was. We should have brought your dad back. Yeah. Was I, he talking to my I, dad? I think he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been fired. No. <laughs> no. My name is Ethan and I'm 13 and I live in Maryland. I love your podcast and listen to it every week. I like collecting Joel and Bede right. and Julius Irving. And when I went to the national for my first time, I got to meet Dr. J in person and got a card signed by him. Thank you for all the work you put into your podcast and all the entertainment you have provided for your listeners. Keep up the good work, Ethan. That is so awesome. Thanks for writing, Ethan. I love that he got the card signed, something you've talked about in the past, that yeah, we've talked about we in have. the past. Um, and I love the, the photo. We'll have to post that up. And how many of us were fans of like Hall of Fame players that played you know, decades before we were alive at 13? <laughs> it's impressive. You know, <laughs> I've got impressive. a funny Dr. J story. Yeah. yeah. This Here is you. interesting. Oh. Huh. And it may tie into the rest of the show. Let's hear it. 98 NBA Finals, Dr. J was there with NBC Sports. Okay. And after the game, waiting for Utah Jazz players um, to drive out to get autographs. Right. And we see Dr. J. I think he was in the back of a limo. Maybe it's just a town car because we could see him sitting in the back seat. Okay. And we tried to get him to sign as memory serves. Mm -hmm. And he like the driver just started going. So like we chased him across the street out to that light, like on the Southeast side of the Delta center. Well, so think Southeast. about how far that was. <laughs> wow. where the players drove A city out. block. Yeah. And I remember us like pounding on his window and he looks terrified. Pounding oh, sure. on his window? Yeah, that's not okay. You don't touch a yeah. man's vehicle. I think we have that photo somewhere of him just like looking oh, completely shell shocked in the back. I mean, and understandably so. I mean, we're right? pounding on there. Um, trying to get his autograph. We did not get it. Oh, um, imagine that. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Can't figure out why. Right? Exactly. Uh, and you know what I love is, by the way, if you're hearing this, head over to our website, pttfpodcast.com. Check out our blog. We are now doing a weekly blog companion with each episode. And Chad just sent me more photos today that were added to that blog. About the hobby, right? Not just a... Of, of him <laughs> sitting in a, on a mountain of NBA Finals tickets. Oh, <laughs> so I've, it's clear to me, it's been clear to me since we've been friends, Chad and I, that Chad never tells the full story. He only tells you what you he wants you to hear. So it's that he rate, looks cool, put yeah. together. Yeah, it's the rated PG, like a uh, one-sided Netflix documentary story. Yeah. We're well, an entertainment pod. I'm trying to bring some entertainment here. Well, no, you're trying to cool guy it, and you're in trouble today, Doc, because we've got two special guests. Yeah, we do. Mama Doc and Papa Doc. Yeah. yeah. Let the secrets commence. No. There's an Adam. Oh, it's a one on one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pack to the Future. I'm your host, Ricky, a.k.a. Mr. eBay. <laughs> and I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Dr. Chad. Someone call for a doctor? How you doing, Doc? I'm a little nervous now. And are you still into pandas? It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're welcomed. We're joined by the great Dr. Tim. Here we go, baby. Prepare to be underwhelmed. Well, on this week's show, we've got an awesome one for you. And I promise we are going to get to everything I talk about today. <laughs> We're going to be talking uh, crossover submission and grading. We're going to be talking the eBay authentication program and how big of a screw job it is. But before we get to that, Chad, as I teased... We are joined by two very, very special guests in Mama and Papa Doc. Bob and Debbie, welcome to the show. How's <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, everything? <laughs> now, they're not here for just any reason. No. Uh, why don't you talk to us a little bit about uh, this first segment and how this came to be that we're sitting here, the, the five of us. Yeah, sure thing. So 1998 is the reason that we're here today. So 1998, special year in the hearts of Utah Jazz fans. Mm -hmm. But um, that's a little bit what we're going to be talking about as a tease. Yes. And perhaps tie it in with some topics that we've talked about on previous shows regarding ticket stubs. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so guys, 1998 was a special year. It I've was. I've got my reason why, I'm, why it's a special year, so I'll go last. But okay. Ricky, <laughs> um, I sent you guys a little thing to kind of yeah. spark the memory about 98. Yeah. Well, I got... I, 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 Bust broke mine up into three categories. Uh, the first oh, is... Oh, we have music. Tim, did you upload the music from 98? Oh, yes, is it? Oh, is yes. It? The yep. number one, one hit page. of 1998. Okay. Oh, there we go. Just to bring everyone back and put everyone in the mood a little bit. I wonder if yeah. Can <laughs> <laughs> so we let that roll while you okay. tell us about 1998 memories? Uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone close your eyes and relax back to 1998. <laughs> We're going back to the future. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, so the first thing that jumped out at me is uh, pop culture related. Um, hmm. 1998 was the year Britney Spears burst onto the scene. And let me tell you, she was the biggest babe I have ever encountered today. <laughs> In fact, my stepmom and I were driving uh, with my father the other day. And she pointed out, she said, you know, when you were 15, you turned to me. And I said, who is this woman? He said, that's Britney Spears. I'm going to marry her. <laughs> Did you? Really? And then we both laughed and said, thank God I didn't make that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Things would have turned out a little bit differently. Yeah, they would have. Your father-in-law would have been a complete douche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, this I think you guys will appreciate this. In 1998, something about Mary and Titanic were released. Feature Was it films. Really? Huh. Yeah. Both have very awkward nudity or sex scenes. Mm -hmm. I saw both with both my father and stepmom. Get out of here. <laughs> I saw Titanic with my dad as well. Yeah. Uh, Awkward. Do you remember this? Dad? So actually, He's I like, had pneumonia. Nope. So the way I remember what? it, I had pneumonia and I had to stay home. And it was like the week that Titanic came out. So we went to go see it in the middle of the day. Yeah. And dad, we've got him on mute because he didn't commit till late. So we got nicks from the production. <laughs> but we went to go see it. And I swear we were sitting in the theater all by ourselves. 
except for one guy who came and sat like right next to us. <laughs> what? It was the most awkward thing I ever. For some guy. reason, that's what stood out in my uh, mind. I hate that guy so yeah, bad. That's the same as the guy who like has the whole row of urinals to go to and he yes, decides yes, to yes. butt up right next one to you. One right yeah. next to you. <laughs> um, sports related now. Here is the other reason 1998 was a huge deal for me. That was the year that Utah, University of Utah, went uh-huh. to the basketball championship game in the tournament they played um now part of that final four team included andre miller and michael doliak they played it in san antonio we went it was a great time because on the river walk they just have these tour boats and they're just filled with fans of kentucky north carolina utah that's cool Uh, and i forget who the fourth team was um but we beat North Carolina in the Final Four to go to the championship game That's on that North Carolina team. Both Antoine Jameson, who was a big deal back then. Yes, he was. And Vince Carter. We yeah, beat Vince that's Carter. Right. Wow. <laughs> uh, we lost to Kentucky in the title game. Yeah. And for those that are not Utah fans, uh, between 1993 and 2005, the University of Utah has lost to Kentucky in the NCAA tournament six times. 0 for 6. There's some research. Yeah, we suck against Kentucky. It was brutal. Finally, the reason 1998. I'm telling you, 1998 might have been my greatest year. And it was a great year. It, to date, it certainly is my greatest year, and it probably is going to be my greatest year forever. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to top it. The Utah Jazz go to the NBA Finals. I believe this is the second time back-to-back. Mm-hmm. This, I'm going to po- point out one thing about this series, though, that no one talks about. This series set up Carl Malone joining forces with Diamond Dallas Page to take on Dennis Rodman and Hollywood Hulk Hogan. It was epic. They got tangled on the court during the finals, and I thought, they're going to throw punches. Here we go. Uh, But I also was at this game uh, that you were alluding to, Chad, and this series. Uh, I haven't even talked about it yet, but yes. We are going to jump into that in a minute. Uh, but we had season tickets through my dad's work. And so I was uh, front and center in the corner, 13th row, oh. right here in this corner, closest oh. to Jordan, when he hit this shot. Oh. Yeah, that sucked. But it was really cool to be in the moment, be a part yeah. of the se- series yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. season. So 1998 was a huge deal to me, and those are the reasons why. I like that. Timmy? Timmy. Yeah, uh, infinitely more memorable and much better 1998 than I did. It was excellent. Yeah. Oh, I mean. <laughs> I remember nothing fun sports related, so I have to bypass on that one. So, did you what? go? Did you go to the card and no, porn no, shop? No, 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 no! Listen to what he just said. He said '98 was insignificant for him as a sports fan who claims to be a Bulls and Jordan fan. You're right. Do not let him You're get right. away with that. That went right over my head. An intentional troll. Yeah. Maybe you're too busy at the uh, porn and card shop, Tim. (laughs) There's like two things that you guys won't let me live down, and one of them is the knockout sports bar in Dallas. (laughs) Never, never. Either of those two things, ever. We will be 90 years old doing this podcast in the old folks' home. We'll probably be demented, and that's the only thing we will remember. 100%. I'll write it on my arm if I have to for the rest of my life. Oh, you tattoo one of them, I'll tattoo the other. We can just hold up each other's arms. You can read my arm, I'll read yours. Let's put them on our back like, dude, where's my car? Dude. Dude, what does mine say? <laughs> Sweet, what does mine say? Tim, troll. I never do that. What are you talking about? I mean, troll. You got anything good from 98? Uh, well, I was just half joking about that. But yeah, no, uh, 98 was like square in my like, I'm still a gigantic nerd trying to make it to med school kind of guy. So Ooh. 
Um, yeah. My you were going into of, the school library on Saturday during college football games, weren't you? <laughs> Not far off. From the <laughs> hey, the sacrifices we make. Oh, yeah. I saw you guys and I said, suckers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I mean, here I am, like, trying to mind my own business on the math team, you yeah. know, uh, physics team, you know. Really? Yeah. I'm so like, you, I'm you were a swimmer with goggles and uh-huh. you were on the math team? Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell For us about years. this stuff? Oh, like, this is why? good stuff. This is stuff I try to block from my memory. <laughs> oh, man. No, so uh, 98 uh, was also when I started uh, my, what turned out to be a three-year quest to try to date uh, Jehovah's Witness uh, <laughs> in high school. Of course. Of course, Tim is going to find the most what? miserable relationship to be in and go chase it. That was part of the allure, right? Because, like, her parents could never find out. So you had to, like, keep this entirely under the radar. Hey, Tim, you like birthdays? You like Christmas? (laughs) Are you joking? No. Wow. They don't celebrate any of it. That's such an obscure thing to chase. It's a super obscure thing. Well, I didn't know it at the time, right? Because she was, like, this super nerdy, like, uh, but, like, really cute girl that, like, you know, we actually hit it off uh, in... Yeah, I think I can say her names. But uh, Mrs. Long's uh, sophomore... uh, math class and so that's how nerdy i was in wow. 98 yeah i am blown away you i'm guys, speechless i don't even know what to say to that. i'm speechless yeah. no i mean like uh, i'm like next level you know, ridiculous nerd yeah in high school i was i was not well, i wouldn't that's not nerd it's just obscure <laughs> that's so well, specific uh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. I think we need more. Uh, we there, need to, there's more to that. But we need I might to dial more in on Tales yeah. from the Crypt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly, Tim. You're not hiding from this one. Wow. Well, guys, in 98, while you were doing that, yeah. I had a paper out. Got, picked <laughs> yeah. up a paper out for the summer, ran around our blocks, delivering newspapers, collecting those pennies and those dollar tips. Morning or afternoon? Oh, morning. Early oh, morning. Oh, those Early are the worst. Morning. Wow. Um, oftentimes, my, my parents would drive around. Half the time, my mom and dad would get up and fold the papers, and then I'd go run them around. Oh, your parents are saints. They are. And we did it to save up to buy season tickets to the Utah Jazz, yeah. thinking mm. that they would repeat with an appearance back in the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. I like it. Jazz played against the Bulls 96-97. So I guess actually in the summer of 97 is when I did that paper out to save up to buy those tickets for 97-98. Yeah, you've mentioned that. Yeah. And we did it. And we got the tickets. Now, bought the season tickets. We all know how that went. Yeah. Um, fast forward to the Dallas card show that we talked about that mm-hmm. I had attended a month or two ago. Right. And walking mm-hmm. by a table and saw a dealer who had an entire setup just full of graded tickets. Interestingly, we got to talking. I can't remember if he had a ticket for the 98 finals game, which would have been game six when uh-huh. Jordan hit the shot. Okay. I can't remember if he actually had the ticket or if we just started talking about it. Um, he told me that that ticket had sold for a couple of grand recently. Mm. It was like, interesting. I'm like, I wonder if I still have that stuff. Now, my parents held on, thankfully, to a lot of stuff that I collected as a kid, a lot of sports cards. So I, after I learn of this, I immediately start texting both my mom and my dad. I'm like, guys, you have to go look and see if we still have this ticket. Because that box is full of my stuff in their basement. And that's when I put them on high alert to go searching. Mom, this is where you come in. First of all, say hello. Hi. Dad, you're on shun because you RSVP'd late, but we can still see you. He's giving a fist pump. You're really not going to let him talk the whole time? No, we'll let him talk. (laughs) (laughs) We'll let him talk. But mom, you went downstairs and you started searching. Well, hold on. I want to ask Debbie about this. In our show notes, it says that Chad 
instructed you to go find the ticket. Uh-huh. That sounds about right. I wa- I'd like to think that your son has a little more respect for his mother and I can't would be politely ask. <laughs> yes, he did try to ask, and he <laughs> casually Try. asked, and I was trying to kind of avoid the question because finding a ticket stub in a basement full of boxes <laughs> just did not seem probable. <laughs> no. And he has such passion for the game. I just thought he probably ripped up the ticket. <laughs> well, well, that's that, I would have thought the same. I would have thought exactly the that, same. That is the concern. Dad, let's bring you off mute real quick. You and I attended the game together. Do you remember us keeping the ticket at all? I can honestly say no. I mean, I'm I'm like mom. I, I would have thought, you know, because of the outcome, we would have just shredded that sucker and tossed <laughs> it to the... <laughs> so, right now, yeah. I would have. For yeah. sure. Yeah. It's a sore um, subject. So you'd say that your son, uh, Debbie, sent you to go find a ticket in a box stack. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. It was not looking good. <laughs> uh, we go down there in our basement. There is the storage room. The storage room no one goes to. It <laughs> is full of chaos. Yeah. And so we go down there and Bob just starts digging out the boxes in the mess. So we pull out like these dusty, dirty boxes and we have no idea what timeline we're at. <laughs> but the first box, Ricky, I thought of you. We yep. opened it up. This is what we got. Yes! <laughs> yes! The entire gang is there. Wow. He has been Undertaker. Undertaker! <laughs> yeah! So all of my WWF yeah. um, action figures in a backpack is what backpack. she is showing yeah. us right now. And these are the old school ones. Oh, these yeah. are the ones that get me excited. Wow. These are the ones I played with. I mean, Undertaker still had red hair there. Yes! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's probably worth something right there. That's amazing. That's a good find in it. Oh, I'll pay a lot top dollar for it. I know you would. So we knew we were at least having fun. The still odds of the ticket didn't seem good. Mm. But the next box got better. Oh. It had the jazz rally towels. The I remember those. Like at the time had signs saying jazz fever. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, and they would screen print them on these white towels. I remember, yes. so it was like the raised kind of—you'd feel the paint dried yep. on there. I loved those suckers. They were rally towels before they existed. Yeah. So we had the whole box of the good stuff, and we kept sending it to Chad because I was sure the memories were about the jazz. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of photos, and to be fair, it was like during trade night that went down at the Dallas show. Which was really tough because I love seeing all these photos that were coming in, but I'm also trying to wheel and deal and get Carter. Oh, so you're having cocktails and eating greasy Taco Bell and just buying and trading all the most amazing cards while your poor parents are digging through the basement. We all have that basement. (laughs) No one wants to go in there. (laughs) You take one step over the threshold and say, nope. (laughs) said, I'm in a different state. I can't help you. You do not deserve these two individuals. (laughs) I know. You really don't. These sweet people. (laughs) But it was about the jazz, so we sent the best of the best jazz <laughs> to nice. And then we found an album. 
a photo album. Now, we started the photo album, and Chad has told me, he has told you the story of stalking Shaft. Yes. <laughs> yep. Okay. Now you're going to hear my version. Uh-oh. Yes. Yes. Uh-oh. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we have pictures here. Oh, oh yes. This is going to be like a photo documentary. This is yeah. not good. Shaq in a gift shop. So his bodyguards won't let anyone in. So there he is. Now, next to set up, Chad knew that his sister always had better luck getting autographs. That's true. As the younger sister, all the boys would scream at the players. She would just hold up a Sharpie. (laughs) Brilliant. They would just go to her. So Chad would always give the good stuff to Brandy to hold. (laughs) So she would hold it. So Shaq's in the gift shop. He looks out, sees her, points to her. And they let her in. So next picture is Jack signing the Dream Team jersey. Hold that up a little bit higher. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she's down there. He's kind of tall. Now, when Shaq was autographing what? that jersey, what was going through your head, Chad? Were you happy because you're you were going to get memorabilia signed, or pissed because you couldn't get in there with Shaq and your sister could? It's a little bit of both. I was <laughs> honestly, I was floored that she was the only one in there, and so super proud and excited. Um, however, and my mom's got proof of the answer. Yes, so. and next. In Chad's excitement, the next picture is Chad with the jersey on. <laughs> Look how big that thing is. Though so Neil's supposed to be sitting on your shoulders and it's like down at his butt crack. <laughs> well, I had taken the jersey that she had gotten signed. It's mine now. <laughs> yes, he got celebrating in his newly I did not remember that. She yeah. showed this to me like right before I came over. Yeah. I did not remember this at all. Now I love that your sweet awesome. your sweet parents will probably tell the guests that come see that photo. Like, no, he Chad's just trying to show off the the autograph. I know what you're doing. You're turning your back to your sister. You can't even look at her, can you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Can everyone hear the color of my face right now? Is that a thing? This is a podcast. Chad is the color of crimson that belongs on the University of Utah helmets. Oh, boy. And now the next pictures to show who is a true fan, because, Tim, it didn't sound like you were really a true fan of the Bulls. Agreed. Agreed. This is to prove when you are. You paint your face. Fandom. To the game. Nice. Yeah. Okay. You like that? Is that that's purple, green, yellow, whole face. Yeah. All the colors on your face. That's right. Now we got to talk about something because there's the infamous game you and Tim went to the Jazz playoff game about ten years ago. Uh huh. Yeah. Ten years ago. Maybe five years ago. Donovan was playing. Was Uh, he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is rookie year. So versus the Rockets. Yeah. uh, And you guys painted your face, and I thought that was something Tim roped you into as a grown man. Oh no, no, that was you have a history of painting your face. That was was his idea. All in. Yeah. (laughs) Go all in. Now I get why the Ultimate Warrior is your favorite. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. So we started going through the book, and there were all the game day programs 
that they hand out at the door with tickets going through the game. Wow. And we get to the end of the season. It's the old-fashioned photo albums that you lift the pages and they stick. Right, right. I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. From the time. And then it was blank. So I knew I had gone through the whole season and that was the chance. So you start going slower, just hoping there's a little bit of hope left. And sure enough, at the end of the book was one of those programs that said finals. Okay, so I knew I slowed. But then the tickets just said game K. Didn't it say bowls. It didn't say anything. That's how they did it back then. Right, because they didn't know like how long it would go. Right. Before the game started. Right. So trying to figure out with the letters, what would the game be? Because you don't want to get overexcited and tell somebody you have something when you don't. That's a great point. So this is where you text me. Interesting. Like we're all on a text thread and you're texting me this and I'm starting to go through my mind counting off the games. And you have to go through the whole playoffs. You can't just right. go to the Bulls series. Well, I started thinking like how many games were in round one. Right. Okay, we got two there because we were the home. We like we have Western A and B. <laughs> right. And and then as we start going, I'm like, oh my gosh, like we could be pretty close. And huh. you guys had it. You didn't know what game it was. You just saw it was game K, right? Yeah. We no idea. You try huh. to do it, but you know they could skip a letter. Right. I had no idea. So that's where we're frantically googling. Interesting. It was game six. Wow. Game like, six of the NBA Finals, and we had them, wow. and they found them in that binder. That's amazing. That that's incredible. Did you believe me when I told you it was game six? Like I start texting back frantically, and now we're just going berserk texting each other. Well, and then you text because we weren't really getting the text before. We were showing you all of that stuff, and we would. I'll show you tree night. You, and Chad just couldn't uh, be bothered at the moment. He was engaged in some very important business at the club. <laughs> that uh, the game K definitely caught our attention. Now, Dad, did you find any tickets outside of the game K tickets? You know, we didn't at first, and then I went back through one of the programs, and inside a program was game I. So you only had two game tickets, and that was the one. Entire series or the entire playoffs. Or the entire playoffs. That is incredible. And the game I, H-I-J. So game I was game one that the Jazz won that game in a close one. Jordan still scored, I think, 31 or 33. So we still had a big game, but the Jazz won that game. Oh, that's awesome. Hmm. Yeah. So then the big question came up of what do we do with the tickets? Yeah. Right? And that we, we didn't know. We debated a little bit. We talked about how we could get them graded. Ricky, you had talked about grading tickets a while back. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that with some of my more important ones. And so ultimately we decided to pull the trigger on getting them graded through PSA. That's so awesome. Now, there aren't a lot of these that are in existence. Not a lot of them have sold. But the declared value, we had to go super express with them. Ooh. How much is that? It's $300 a ticket. Whoa. So it's based on tickets, the it price is. value is different than the card value. It is. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah gotcha. it is. So okay. $300 a ticket. We sent them to PSA. They arrived July 27th. Okay. And they just came back today. 
Were you sweating that like for the show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> were you like ref- yes. refreshing frantically? Well, I, I kept sending text updates to both my mom and my dad. I'm like, where's the package? It was supposed yeah. to be here two days ago and it was supposed to be here. So we have the package now. I had no idea. I thought you were sitting on these tickets for like a week. No, oh, and- that's what he made it sound like, he right, did. Ricky? He well, did. I thought because it went into QA1 pretty quick. Right. And I was thinking for $300 a ticket, this should be a week. Right. Um, and then it sat there and it just sat in QA1 and sat there and sat there and sat there. And then finally went to QA2, but I didn't want to make the mistake of pulling up on the website and accidentally seeing the grades like I've done with the last 10 submissions accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. Um, so <laughs> then we just waited for the shipping notification, which was last week. And I'm like, oh, these will easily be here by the time that we record, which is Thursday. Mm. <laughs> and then they were supposed to arrive yesterday and they didn't and they got delayed. And of course I'm thinking, oh my God, someone stole these tickets. And like the whole thing is just going nuts inside my head. <sighs> But we have the box. Yes. That's all that matters. We have it at my parents' house. My mom has the box right now. Wow. So, and now here's a funny bit. Uh, These boxes from PSA are a little bit difficult to open. They are. Right? I mean, they they tape them. They do a good job. So I went over there before the show and I cut a slit, like right down the seam. Uh Uh-huh. Now, hold up that box, mom. And I know people here can't see it, but that thing's fully open. That is. That's not how I left it. (laughs) No. (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) But, uh... What we've got the two tickets and um, are we ready for them? Well, so do you want us to make thing? any? Uh, oh yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sent a photo uh-huh. of the tickets. You which did. People can go see online at the Rock Card. Yep. Okay. Um, yep. Let's make some predictions. Um, I'm gonna say that you have one that is a six. Okay. And I'm gonna say that you have one that is a seven or higher. Can I do that? Oh, sure. Timmy. Yeah, that's like a. Min. I'll go. I'll go eight or higher, just to be a little oh, more bold. That's a min grade oh. assessment there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not far off with you. Um, yeah, I mean, like I, when you first showed me that picture, I'd be like, one of those is at least an eight. If that was a card, look like an eight, because you know they can't ding the centering, right? Like Lord knows what they're basing that off of. Uh, but my only concern was the edges, because like I made that comment about that little right, dangler. Right. Right. Yeah. right. One of them had the dangling stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So from like, and uh, I personally ripped it off. No, I what? know, and I wasn't sure what to do about that because I was like, is it more authentic if you leave that? Are they gonna? I mean, uh, obviously they don't know that it was there, right? right? So you ripped it off. It's just a nice clean ticket. A battle warrant. In my OCD mind, you made the right call. No, I know. <laughs> I've yeah, been to yeah. that thing back and forth probably a hundred times, waiting to make for sure. it to just like blow <laughs> off in the wind. Yeah. So very different than your uh, Kobe rookie card that you took out. Of the <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so Timmy grades. Uh, yeah, no PSA eight for both. Oh my god! Now Damn. I have one quick question before we do the un- uh, uh, reveal, and you can tell me if we want to wait to reveal this part. Okay. With the tickets, you actually can fill out a line on why the ticket is significant. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, as like a little blurb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can put like Jordan's first game, um, his first two home run game, if it's a baseball player. And they'll put that on the label for if you? It, yeah. if, if it applies to the event, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we talked about this. My parents and I talked about this. Huh. And we did it. What did you do? We, we put um, game six, Jordan MVP, um, final shot, final game is bull, all of it. We put all of it Just on Just to there. see what they're going to squeeze on. Brilliant. Not like a uh, jazz no, so there's oh. It's actually in the registry oh. at, as that. Oh, so you okay. could do it as just like traditional ticket, or you could add all of those things. Huh. And so we we added I love that. you added it. Perfect. Okay. Um, let's see what their guesses are. Mom, do you have a guess on what the tickets were? Dad, we're going to ask you next. I would, 
I am staying positive just the way I thought the Jazz were going to win. Uh, but I still get that you should send something precious away for other people to judge. That's <laughs> 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 a little personal. <laughs> Good point. I, I will say an eight and a nine. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. She's going to make you, you relive 1998 all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointment. Yeah. Dad, Dad, do you have thoughts? Seven and five. Now, oh, okay. they're very optimistic. And you know what? My mom asked me earlier this week what she thought or what I thought they were going to be. And I was like grumpy that day. I'm like a four and a six. Did you hear what Papa's uh, doc said? What? Seven and a five. Oh, I thought I said was, seven and a nine. No, no, no. Five. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Two yeah. PSA oh. Tims. He, he brought it down to earth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to say, I said six and four. I'll stick with it. Okay. Now, so what was the grade on the stud that you showed us as an example? Was that a, Ooh. was that a, f- I showed you a couple of different, one of them was a 1.5 and the other one was like a nine, which was a VIP ticket. Yeah. Mm. The 1.5 looked pretty decent. If I remember, maybe I'm, it had a re- seam in the middle. It okay. Is that why? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think we're ready to find out. So mom pull, try and pull out just one of them. And however you want to unveil it, if you want to look at it first or show it to the camera. We'll get the drum roll going. Yes. Okay. (laughs) That's That's a short drum roll. So it's facing you guys. Turn it the other way. Okay, the ticket's crooked in there. It'll. What does it say? Oh. What does it say? Four. 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 Hey, you're right on. You're 100% so far in your your guesses. I'd like to not be right. (laughs) Oh, this was like the lower one. We have Hopefully. one more. All right, here, yeah. we go. Okay, here okay, comes okay, the tag. Okay, here, here comes here we go. the Come gem on. mint. Again. Dun-ta-da. A seven. Hey! hey! There we go. <laughs> yeah. The seven's nice. Now, did you feel the uh, two tickets before you sent them in were that different? Yeah, there was a difference in one mentioned of them. One of them had like a scratch or yeah, something. Yeah, one of right? them did have a scratch up on top. Oh, um, that, that would put it at a four. That's yeah, seven. Yeah. The seven's nice, though. Yeah. I didn't, it's I wanted to be up there. top count for the show, but then like I didn't want to look at it. And for some reason, it's like going to say, this is Chad's ticket. Like, <laughs> and not spoil the surprise. So, yeah. A four and a seven. Hey, I'll take it. All right. That's pretty good for tickets that are 25 years old, 23 and that event years old. is so important over time. It yeah. is. It now, really is. any any desire to hold one until like MJ passes. I think we I know oh. I know that's awful. I don't hope for his death, no, but I'm just it's saying like, hobby-wise, it's a really valid point, right? Like everything spikes after somebody dies. Yeah, you literally are living with the Babe Ruth of basketball and he passes and you have his greatest t- ticket to his greatest moment. Right. Somebody's going to go searching for that, that We day. we did talk about this before. So my parents had bought the other season tickets I paid for one of them. Right. And so we did talk about sp- ultimately selling them we don't know what the time frame will be but then like splitting the cost since they since they were different so so your parents uh psa7 you'll probably sell sooner and your <laughs> psa4 you'll hold on to for a bit <laughs> probably probably gonna be the case probably gonna be the case oh man storage fee yep <laughs> dude and from that, that's a good yeah. point that's a good point from yeah. the sounds of it you owe a big storage yeah fee. that's true oh. that, that's true <laughs> Oh, four and a seven. That's not bad. Oh, that's actually pretty good. That's I forgot about bad. the scratch. Yeah, that makes sense, though. Yeah, for four. it yeah. does. Yeah. It does. Oh, well, guys, anything else 
I think my mom's got a couple of comments, but before we go, yeah, guys, any other thoughts or comments about tickets or anything else here? I think these are so cool. I can't wait to see them in person. Uh, check out our blog at pttfpodcast.com. We'll have them up on there as well. Yeah. Um, man, this is getting me excited all over again, the idea of grading tickets. Yeah. I need to get some of my important ones graded for my PC, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but they're so cool. They are. Hold, will you hold those two up again just so we can see them? Mom. Yeah. Oh, that does look cool. That's cool. God, um, they both look good. We'll get some good photos of those. Yeah, yeah. And the great jazz. I love the jazz logo and everything on it. Dad, any final thoughts as he comes up? jazz, right? Yeah, there yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Mom, I think you had one other thing for these guys, right? Well, I just had, Uh-oh. and now I feel guilty. So it's all right. when Chad asked me on the show, he said he'd bring over dinner before. So I thought maybe you guys all ate together. Yeah. I just thought that was part of what you did before. And then the guilt set in. I have the feeling that is not the case. He brought me a lot of Del Taco. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> what? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here is the thing. You really did? <laughs> I also... Bought both of you a cheese quesadilla. However, uh-huh. I forgot it at home. What? <laughs> oh, God. My one opportunity to have Del Taco with Bob. You know I've been trying to do it for years. We're like two ships passing in the night. I had good intentions after the joke, and I completely left it at home. Oh, man. This <laughs> food. Mom, you also had a question for Tim, though, right? Oh, no. No, I I think we addressed that. I just can't figure out you being a Bulls fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Mom, don't, don't chicken out, it's, Mom. It's, Ask him the question. <laughs> Do it. Oh, is there a secret question we need? No, I was just... Don't hold back. If the pictures of your face painted or at the game oh. or... Do you no, have any evidence that you were actually a Bulls fan growing up, or White Sox fan for that matter? Do you even have evidence that you lived in Chicago? <laughs> Nobody knows for sure. Because <laughs> Chad and I sure as hell haven't seen any documents. Uh-huh. No, it's complicated, right? Because uh, growing up in Chicago, my parents did not have a lot of money growing up. And so living in the suburbs, you're actually like a solid 60 minutes outside of the city. Like if you're driving in on a game day, it's an hour and a half. I and so. Um, I've never been to Soldier Field because those tickets were just way out of reach. Really? Forget a playoff game. Um, and so I don't know exactly where I was or at the time, but like it would have wow. been at home at best, like watching with my nice. dad. So, well, yeah. and, and I'm we're just yeah. ribbing you. But no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I get it. But yeah, that's just putting that out. There, I mean, it was so. a big deal for the Jazz. Can you imagine living yeah. in Chicago yeah. where it's home to the best player of oh, all time, gosh. the competition to get tickets to that game? Yeah. Oh. yeah. And it sounds weird, but like... Um, in that moment, you're actually just kind of numb. Like I didn't fully appreciate like the magnitude of watching the Jordan. Yeah. You know? I, you're right. Like, for you're a right. decade, he was just you know he was part of the Bulls. Yeah. And I was like, I'm watching a Bulls game, and yeah. there's Jordan and Pippen. Okay, you know, so that's every game. How would that be? We were numb at the yeah. end of that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we definitely were. We so. definitely were. Well, mom, dad, yeah, thanks no. guys for for coming on the show. Um, that was fun going through that whole process, and you guys digging out those tickets. So, so yeah, good thank job. you both. Very That's much. amazing. Fine. Yeah, yeah. well done. Great show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Have well, a good night, guys. before we move on, so I've got a little bit of advice. Do you guys love Pack to the Future podcast? 
Do you wish you could see the products we discuss on the show? Do you need hobby supplies? Well, pttfpodcast.com has got you covered. If you head over to pttfpodcast.com, you'll be able to listen to every Pack to the Future podcast episode, leave us a voicemail, follow the show with all our new companion blog posts, and shop our incredible sponsors for all your hobby needs. Have an itch to make a mistake on eBay? Click our eBay affiliate link on the front page of our website to help out the show at no additional cost to you. So head on over to pttfpodcast.com, bookmark your new favorite hobby website, and check back often for the latest in hobby entertainment. That's pttfpodcast.com. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. For this next segment, uh, we thought we would cover a, a topic that is relatively new to, I think, the three of us, mm-hmm. um, but has been around for a bit, and that is the grading crossover service, specifically with regard to PSA. Yeah. Um, now, if you head over to PSA's website or on our blog, we'll have a link to their website uh, regarding their crossover service. You'll read about the fact uh, that the crossover grading service itself is when they take cards currently graded by another company, uh, not PSA, and they and you have that PSA regrade and reslab the card in a PSA slab. Um, now, this is all assuming that the card will meet the minimum grading requirements as detailed by Tim, if he's ready. Yep. So... Um what were you doing there, bud? I don't know. That's me being scatterbrained. I threw something out there. Tim left. He went to his neighbors. He's back now with a cup of flour. Are you baking a cake in the middle of the show? Uh, just thinking about cookies. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> we did have some cookies for your birthday a couple we weeks did. ago, right? God, those were good. Oh, they're so uh, good. No, but crossover grading, that was the question, right? So, yeah. yeah. Um, Tell us I about minimum grades. Personally, I've not done it, but um, if you're going to do it, um, yeah, so say you have a BGS 8.5 and you're really trying to gun for that bumping up to a PSA 9, mm-hmm. you don't want it to come back as a PSA 8 or a 7 or worse, right? So on the forum, you would mark minimum grade PSA 9 if that's what you're trying for. And so that is the grade that you would accept. Um, and if it does not grade to that minimum grade, they don't crack the card out of the slab that you send it in. So they return the card to you in, in its original slab and graded car, slab, uh-huh. and uh, and they still charge you the fee. You just don't get the crossover. Exactly. Yep. And you have to select a minimum grade, correct? Yes. Right. Yes. Exactly. Which is so crazy, right? Because you're sending in a competitor's slab, right? And so, like, how can they not be biased just looking at that, right? And then you put a minimum grade on top of it, and they're like, eh, no. Yeah, I've seen it go both ways, though. And it is more often that, hey, I'm worried that my previous grade will be affected or that they don't respect HGA and their 10s and it will impact it. But I've also seen it where they submit a BGS 9.5 with all 9.5 subgrades in an effort to pressure PSA to keep it a high grade. Sure. Right. So now for as far as costs for this chad go what what are we looking at price wise for well at like the this? time of the recording we have everything from economy up to premium level 10 now economy pricing starts at 50 dollars a card with a maximum declared value of 999 dollars. okay the next step is regular at a hundred dollars maximum declared value 1500 then you've got 150 for express for Super Express, walk through a 600, and then it just climbs from there with a maximum declared value on the premium nine, $250,000. That's a $5,000 pricing. 
cost premium 10 there is no maximum declared value but it's going to cost you 10 grand to get that card done i i can't even fathom what that would be jeez right <laughs> big yeah. big card and just to reiterate you submit these cards in the old slab yeah and that's exactly. that would probably be the the sales pitch right for that highest level in particular of if you have a card that expensive you probably don't want chad cracking it out like he did that kobe no <laughs> cracking it bending it folding oh. it flying it as an airplane across the bar to tim <laughs> where he then puts it in a penny sleeve <laughs> Where he then floats it off uh, paper uh, plane style yes. off yeah, to yeah. eBay. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Into a paper crane. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, like I mentioned, this is a relatively new experience for, for us. Um, Tim, you, I think, just said you have never done this. I have not, yeah. And I have my first card in submission right now. And that's the Donovan Mitchell NBA Hoops Rookie Auto hot right. signature. Correct. Um, and when t- Chad asked me, he's like, what do you want the minimum grade to be? I said one, <laughs> I just want it in the damn slab. And that's part of the point I want to make oh, with this, with okay. this segment is that there's a difference there because you've done that. And then the sub that we're about to talk about that I have that just came back, I did not do that. Oh, and we'll kind of see some differences of opinion as to whether or not I regretted that or not. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, okay. I, I think that this will be amazing. So you have them back. I have five cards back. With you here today? Yeah, they're here right in front of me. What? Oh, cool. Okay. Yes! All right. So let's take a look at the list of cards you submitted. Yeah, absolutely. I have five cards. I'll read off what they were. Okay. And then we all, I posted photos of what I tried to get as the raw card and posted them on Instagram and asked people yes. whether or not they would be crossed over. So we have those results as well. So this stack's about to go off to PSA. Nope. This stack just came back. Oh, shoot. I've seen some spoilers. Have you? When did you do that? Uh, just now. <laughs> uh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. So that's all right. I won't say anything more. Card number one. Okay. Uh huh. 2017 Select Phenomenon Gold. These are all Donovan Mitchell. Yes. Select Phenomenon Gold. As you may remember, we call this one the Wing Parking Lot Acquisition. Yeah. And this, yeah. <laughs> yes, this is the one where you almost died in a Craigslist sale. And, uh, and again, go to our website, pttfpodcast.com. Check out our companion blog. Photos of all these cards are going to be up there. Now, with this one, it was in a BGS 9. Okay. I put a min grade PSA 8. Okay. Would you like to know this one now, or would you like to know the entire list? Of no, I think we go off one at a time like One this. at a time, yeah, yeah. So I showed photos to you guys and yeah. to Instagram. 72% of people thought it would cross over to a PSA 8. Hmm. That's pretty optimistic, right? I would have said yes. I didn't vote in this poll. It's still in a BGS 9. <gasps> what? Did not meet... An 8? Did not meet an 8. And furthermore, this one came back as... Wait for it. They give you little slabs here. Oh, no. Minimum size requirement not met. Oh, get that. F yeah. out of here. Now, they put the label that would have been on the PSA slab yep. on a... Um, card saver one. Card, card saver, saver one. one. Yeah. Just as a ha-ha, we're not putting this in a slab for mm-hmm. you. Oh, my. How's it? <laughs> oh, no. I won't say what I'm looking at, but I'm seeing some, some stuff. You're seeing some things. Oh, no, Chad. Card number two. Here. Are you actually being <laughs> sympathetic, or are you just like... <laughs> Uh, there are multiple of these over oh, there. Oh, fudge. A 2019 Father's Day explosion, one of one. Yeah. BGS, it was a 9.5. What'd you ask for? An eight. I see. That's reasonable to me. That's I think very reasonable. You're like underselling gonna, it. Yeah. Right? 57% of 
our listeners on Instagram said, yes, it's going to cross over. This oh, was right. the card the listeners were least confident in. Least it. confident in. Uh, yep. Yep. It's still in the BGS holder. Oh, what the nine F? five. Nine five did not meet the minimum grade of an eight. Okay, I gotta also point out in these BGS cards, both the cards what? we've looked at so far all have three subgrades of nine point five and one subgrade of nine. Does that not mean anything? Where's the under eight there? Wow. Have you been sticking these in the sun? You've been laying out know. with them? They're not a They're PSA staying safe eight? in my Zion case. I mean, like, I'm not looking at this under, like, a hard magnifying glass, but, like, just at first glance, you're like, okay, that's not an eight. Is it too late to get my cards out of your card submission? <laughs> I think they have a hard on for you. Dude, what? What? I mean. Seriously, they're like, no, I'm not going to say your name, sorry. It, no, it, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> I've had some recent bad luck on submissions, right? I mean, my yeah. Mickey Mouse card came back a little bit lower than I thought. That's uh, why I was so negative, kind coach. of on thinking what those subs would be earlier. Think of your latest tickets. basketball sub. Yeah. Yeah, that was atrocious. And then this. I mean, I don't know how you can go from a gem mint 9.5 to uh, not even meeting an 8. That means they're saying it's at least it's a, it's seven, a 7 or seven. worse. Yeah. Come on, PSA. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Next up, I had a 2017 Panini Cornerstones downtown Donovan Mitchell. So rookie year. So cool. Yeah, that's a cool card. Now, that one was a BGS 9.5. I asked for an 8. Uh, yep. 68% of our listeners thought it would make grade. It should. Those graded really well. PSA 10. PSA 10. Now, what was this BGS? 9.5. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So that makes more sense. I love that that downtown matches up as a 10 with my Kaboom rookie year. Yeah. Those are are the two. You've got like some of the best inserts at Donovan for sure. For sure. So very happy with that one. But I'm only one out of three so far. (laughs) Uh, But this one counts. Yeah. That, that one definitely does count. Next up, 2018 Select In-Flight Signatures Gold, number to 10. Uh-huh. HGA 9. Oh, a wild yeah. card yeah, with the HGA. Do you guys remember that? Oh, I would have yeah. cracked it. <laughs> I asked for an 8. 74% of Instagram viewers thought it would cross over. From an HGA 9? I, I have and no confidence. it's back in an HGA 9. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get oh, rid of it. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Uh, they probably penicillin resistant dude. syphilis there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you should have put that as like a PSA 1 just to have them like I try know. to crack it out of I an know. HGA so this, slab. This yeah. this is exactly what I'm talking about and this Somebody is else the reason for it. the card for this. I should have asked for a 1. Yeah. yeah. Like I I you just, just don't want, don't it want that yeah. in an HGA slab right now. Does oh. Steve do HGA? Boston Steve? <sighs> We should ask him. It definitely shouldn't be you cracking this No, one not out. after my last experience, it shouldn't. And that's what I regret see. now, right? I, like, I, I would much rather have that in a PSA 7 yeah. than still in this bulky, I, like, non-color match HDA. Right, because I tried on, like, my little $5 Luis Robert that we experimented on during that original sub to yeah. test out HGA. It's a freaking disaster when you try to, like, snip these and crack them and pop them and anything. And this is not the one... Remember, HGA had the problem for a while where the sealant on the side yeah. would hold and you could literally yeah. just like stick a knife in yeah. there and just pop it open. Yeah. This is this not is the not, case. Not I tried the case. Yeah, these it, things are... Well, if we have any listeners that are experts, I'm not saying if you've cracked one or two. I'm saying you've cracked over a dozen. Expert HGA crackers, oh, reach yes. out to us on Instagram at Pack to the Future Podcast and we'll have a dialogue. <sighs> maybe I just, maybe I just submit it back as a one. Yeah. That or, might be an option as well. Or don't your parents have like a bandsaw or something? Yes. <laughs> Let Bob do it. Yeah. 
God, he would do Bob it. and I he will do, do it well. over some Dell. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The next bet that we have should be over that. And if you yes. win, you and my dad get to eat Dell without me. Yes. And use a bandsaw on my in-flight signatures gold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. That's such a random reward. <laughs> All right. So at a five cards total, we're one for four. So one. F- yeah. One yeah, for four. we are. Oh my goodness. And the last one in, in my mind is a big one. It's the 2017 contenders rookie of the year contenders. One, one of one. one. Right. Now, if he hits this, you're sitting at at least 40% and that's respectable. If you miss this, you're sitting at Shaq's free throw percentage. Worse. 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 Granny style worse. I didn't think there was anything worse than Shaq's free throw percentage. It was a BGS nine and I asked for an eight. Reasonable again. Again, thinking back on this now, regret, I would have rather had it in any PSA slab. <laughs> oh, no. Did you came, just spoil your own review? It came back, or did I? A PSA 8! Yeah! yeah! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which I would argue might be my most valuable Donovan Mitchell card. Yeah. It's uh, a one, of one, one of one rookie yeah. year from Contenders. It's Good not autographed, rookie. but it is... It's a true record. Now we're going to crack it out and get a postmark market <laughs> auto on it. Let's oh. crack it out and submit it to HGA. So, <laughs> no, no, no. Now you send it back to Beckett for a crossover and get it to a BGS 9.5. <laughs> and then just keep building. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Clearly interesting. I mean, for every one of these cards, there was over 50% thought that they would cross over, and only 40% of them did. Oh, so two out of the five did. I'm telling PSA, something's going on over there. Where how do trying, they know? They're trying to say, we need to be how, how can they tell me on some of these cards that they were less than an eight? So like this is the 15th shipment we've gotten from, you know what, last name, and we just got some tickets. We can't get rid of this kid. <laughs> on top of it, too, they review the cards through the slab that the card's already in. Right. So come and, on. And that's, that's kind of my point. Like, is how accurate is it? No. I mean, right. people will argue that, honestly, if I really wanted all of them crossed over, you, you crack them first, yeah. and then you submit it just through a regular just grading raw, service right. as opposed to that. But uh, not when you got old Bendy Magoo hands <laughs> over here. <laughs> no, I'm with you, and that's exactly it, is ultimately I trust them to at least have the tools to get uh, it out of the case. Right. That's probably not a safe assumption based no. on the story we're going to cover next segment. But um, but I do. I trust in them. I trust that they, ha- they have the ability to get it out much safer than I do. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's my crossover experience, guys. Ricky, I think that you made the much wiser decision to just say, hey, give me a one, um, anything higher than that, and I'll be happy. Well, and, and mine's a little bit different as well, though. Mine, I know that these cards are PC for you, but I also know that you... Most of your PC cards at some point in time may there's always a chance be on the trading block. You're you're not going to hurt my feelings by saying it, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, he's demonstrated that. For me, yeah. I just hoard and hoard and hoard and hold on to and won't let go of anything. And so I knew I was safe with that one. That's PC. Hit it out of a pack. Had to keep it. So yeah, I mm-hmm. figure any grade's fine as long as it has a matching red logo. Yeah, that's important too. I remember when you hit that card. I think we've talked about this before. You grab my wife, yeah. you run upstairs to where my bedroom is. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> and she's running right along with you. I'm like, oh. She did. I guess that's the end. And then I showed her something that I couldn't show you. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, cover your ears. <laughs> Mom, Dad, cover your ears. <laughs> Kyla, cover your ears. I hate you guys. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, when we, we just point that whole thing, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm editing. laughs> uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about eBay's authenticity program. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, but before we jump into that, Timmy, do you have a little advice for us? Yeah. I was looking for that post-it note, but I still got it. Was <laughs> oh, that when you were digging around yeah. over there? 
<laughs> so that way you went to your neighbor's house for the couple. So, is the cake ready yet or not? So no. as I was talking earlier in the yeah. segment, Tim just did a head dive head first <laughs> into a trash can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, bro. That was going to need to be No, beat. you have to bleep that whole thing. Oh, come on. You I cannot say, say that. that. You can't oh, say come that. On. Nope. No, you have to bleep it. You and, have to bleep it. And I apologize to those of you listening because that's the funniest thing Tim has said in two months. It really is, but you cannot hear it. And you will not hear uh, it. Tim, on. you have to bleep that. All right, fine. Uh, so you find <laughs> uh, some advice for us. Yeah, no, all right. So uh, if I had taken better care of things, I might have been looking through a Zion case off of zioncases.com instead. Uh, yeah. Specifically, I have been eyeing the slab case XL+. Plus. Uh, which is one of their number one sellers because yeah. as we've been discussing crossover slabs, um, this case would solve a lot of those issues if you were not able to or not interested in crossing slabs over mm. because it holds 112 SGC slabs, 112 BGS slabs, or because PSA slabs are superior and easier to store, 164 PSA grade trading cards. Wow. So whatever you want to use to grade your cards or mix and match, match. Yep. You can fit them in this case. Exactly. And so think about that one if you have a mismatched collection at $129.99. Also, I wanted to draw attention to a new product that many are probably not aware of that I only learned about when I was uh, scrolling through feeds and seeing what people were coming back from, from the National with. Right. And uh, one of the things that caught my eye, separate from knowing that they even sold this, were um, the Slab Strong slab protectors that they now sell for uh, $59.99 for a 10-pack. Yeah. They come in multiple colors, so black, blue, clear, and red for uh, exactly what these sound like, a slab protector, specifically for PSA slabs. They're very popular lately. Super popular. They look sure. almost like a rubber slabs. band that goes on the outside of your slab. They do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but they're nice and sleek. They're fitted. And uh, for those valuable slabs, instead of just putting them in a penny sleeve or a slab sleeve, Think about this at fifty nine ninety nine for ten, and they do. They create these bumpers so that even the cards uh, behind it or in front of it won't hit on each other as well. Yeah. Exactly. So you might not be able to fit one hundred and sixty four in those slab case XL pluses anymore, but uh, they will be even snugger and yeah. tighter and awesome. safer. So head over to zioncases.com and use the promo code PACK P A C K for ten percent off your order, your entire order. Yep. Woo! <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thanks uh, for that piece of advice, Timmy. Again, you can uh, check us out on Pack to, uh, excuse me, at Pack to the Future Podcast on Instagram. Give us a follow. Reach out to us. Say hello. We love hearing from you, interacting with you all. Uh, let us know if you know how to crack uh, stuff out of an HGA slab. We'll send you Chad's card, <laughs> number to 10. <laughs> Pure on a uh, pure trust uh, <laughs> honor system. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I really did like. I have the quesadilla at my house, man. <laughs> so you say? Uh-huh. This is one of those things. You I know what I had to eat on the? Ser- uh, dead serious. Do you know what I had oh, to eat no. for dinner to sustain no. myself? Taco Bell. No. Taco Bell. Why would you do that? I don't know. Because I'm going to be up all night on that toilet. Wondering what it is that Kyle sees other than Jesus's eyes <laughs> in these spicy Taco Bell meals. <laughs> Not even a fan of the Mexican pizzas. Yeah. You know, it's just so hot. It just you're seeing things like Jesus's eyes. <laughs> Nobody makes you use those sauce packets. <laughs> well, you, you have to. 
straight Diablo, baby. <laughs> we killed Chad. <laughs> um, that is not a paid promo. While, uh, while Chad uh, recovers, uh, I want to talk this segment about eBay's authenticity wow, program. Yeah, talk about screw jobs, like you said. Yeah. Um, now, we went on eBay's website and found some information about the authenticity guarantee. Uh, I want to talk about that a little bit to introduce those of you that may not know about it. Mm-hmm. eBay's authenticity, um, authenticity guarantee program is a program wherein eBay requires all cards sold at a minimum price point to be shipped off and inspected by professional graders prior to being sent to the buyer to ensure that the buyer's getting the card that they are claiming to purchase. Mm-hmm. Well-intentioned, right? Yeah, yeah. And when you go on eBay's website, they talk about a lot of great things. They talk about their multi-point inspection, that every raw card uh, and sealed plastic holder is inspected to ensure the buyer receives exactly what was ordered. They talk about how they have industry experts uh, that they've eBay's partnered with, including grading companies uh, CGC, CSG, and PSA to bring knowledge, precision, and experience to the process. And finally, they promise you no cost to you. eBay covers all the costs, but even on their website, they say, for a limited time. I think that's important, and we'll come back to that in a minute. Oh, I didn't catch that. Nice catch. Timmy, why don't you talk a little bit about what the process looks like when you have an ungraded card that goes through the system? Yeah. Um, So you're... uh you know, scrolling through eBay and you're looking at one of those one-on-ones of your favorite magic player. Uh, for example, like some of our listeners out there, Michael Doliak went yeah. to the final four in 1998. He did. So I shouldn't be uh, bad mouthing magic players. No, right? he's a Utah no. U. Yeah, exactly. Or that too. Right. <laughs> but, uh, surprisingly one of his cards, I believe sold for $388. It right? did. It did. That's Shockingly. Impressive. Yeah. Whoever you are out there, I hope you're a fan of the podcast. <laughs> Me too. No, but uh, anything over the threshold of $250, Ricky, that's uh, what they're saying is their uh, cutoff for using this authentication guarantee or like their threshold, I guess, is now, the better way to put it. And I don't remember off the top of my head, reach out to us on our Instagram at Pack to the Future Podcast if you know this. I want to say that eBay initially rolled this out for cards that were priced higher. They were. And then it's yeah. been dropping. It yeah. Has. Yeah. Because they want those no longer limited time free fees. They want to get their hands on everything. Everything. Literally. Uh huh. But interestingly, so you buy this card over $250. They ship it off to this authentication facility where they promise Chad to keep this in the penny sleeve the entire time. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Where your card will go through a multi-point inspection process performed by those aforementioned grading companies. So for sports cards, I would assume that most of them are going through CSG more than PSA. Yes. And uh, the card's checked against its uh, listing to make sure it's the right card, which is, you know, that that's fine. So I think that cuts out the possibility that you're going to get mailed a box of empty wrappers like I did once. <laughs> oh, I, um, I did too. Yep. And then uh, assuming it passes this authentication process, you get that nice, cool, solid uh, blue eBay and not really an envelope. I I call it the eBay easel um, where uh, you get it uh, also in a card saver type uh, sleeve with a sticker that is uh, easily manipulated, but is supposed to be secure um, and uh, stamped eBay authenticated. And a little QR code on the back that you can scan. Yeah. 
get the info on your card in theory. Exactly. Uh, Chad, when we're submitting graded cards in the alternative, how does that work with this program? So you purchase the card. You can see that there's a blue authenticity guarantee badge next to the card if, in fact, it is going to go through this process. Single graded cards, $350 and higher, are eligible for this service. Now, going through auction... I don't notice that all cards that start with a 99 cent reserve and end up over $350 have this badge next to it. So it appears to be mostly buy it now cards. Okay. And then again, the similar process, the seller ships your card to the authentication facility. The PSA authenticator, interesting note on PSA authenticator, will check the sealed plastic holder for signs of tampering before verifying that the case and label are Mm. authentic to the grader. The label is also checked against the listing details. Cards are not regraded. And then at that time, the card is placed into the protective sleeve. The QR code linking the authentication details is also provided. It's then placed into the pad folio is what they call it and delivered directly to you via secured pad and folio. discreet tracked shipping. Mm. I like eBay easel way better. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. So you get these cards uh, sent to you. And just uh, to finish kind of the process of what this program is and what they offer, um, they also offer a, a, a part, portion of their website where they talk about re, both returns and the different authenticators so you can get to know them a little more. Mm. As far as returns go, eBay's policy is that if the seller doesn't accept returns, the sale is considered final. Yeah. Whereas uh, before, like even if they had checked that box, uh, you could still basically return anything. Right. Yeah. Now, if the seller has a time frame for returns, you must open the return within the designated window. My question to this, and it's more rhetorical, you guys can weigh in if you feel, <laughs> but what if you don't have the authenticated card back by the time that return window is open? Uh, interesting. Huh. I think that they could really screw you that way too. Yeah, just purposely, oh, you know, take an extra day to ship it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these things are going off to Florida and then they're coming out to Utah. I mean, if you're in the Northwest, or, <laughs> and I got to say, I feel like they're not, I feel like some of the times they're a little bit slower. I think that over time, I think this is starting to catch up to them. I mm-hmm. worry. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as, oh, you can open uh, a return request within three days of receiving the card if the card was damaged in transit. Good luck proving that, mm-hmm. as we're about to talk about. Now, the authenticators, uh, CGC and CSG, are part of the Certified Collectibles Group, the world's leading provider of expert, impartial, and tech-enabled services that add value and liquidity to collectibles. I'm pretty sure C, uh, GC and CSG wrote that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds... Uh, yeah. They've been in business, though, since 1987 and claim to have certified more than 70 million collectibles in that time. Wow. PSA, on the other hand, is the largest trading card authentication and grading company in the world, and they've been at it, I, this shocked me, since 1991. Huh. And they have graded 54 million cards and collectibles during that time. So, Timmy, uh, have you wor- dealt with this uh, authenticity guarantee program before? Uh, nope. Uh, just as far as me selling and having to send it, I mean, it's it's painless, right? I mean, you just, well, I wouldn't say it's painless because it adds an extra layer of time to uh, when you get your eBay payout. And so we're like already kind of used to this whole process now. But, you know, this was like a big deal what, a year and a half ago, a year ago, whenever they rolled out the eBay managed payments thing. Right. That was already a delay to getting paid out instead of getting the PayPal the exact moment uh, that your uh, buyer would pay. Yeah. And so now you have to wait until the end of the authentication process before they uh, pay you out. Yeah. 
Now, I haven't had any experience, I don't believe, selling cards that have met this threshold yet. Um, I haven't sold in a little bit. But I have bought two cards that qualified for it. I've actually bought a lot more cards, but somehow the others were grandfathered in. Mm. Uh, But I got two in particular, and I got to tell you, my experience with both of them, they were great. The cards looked fantastic. They, Mm. They still looked like PSA 10s, and they were just delayed by a day or two. They were excellent. I'm happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) Chad, uh, tell us about your story. Sure thing. When I was in Dallas, I picked up a 2019 Court Kings blank slate, Donovan Mitchell PSA 10. Mm -hmm. Beautiful looking card. As I looked more into the Court Kings blank slates, I saw there were a couple other years of Donovan Mitchell. So I went to eBay. These aren't uh, high pop count cards. These are quite rare, so you don't see a lot of them. And I saw one that was raw. Right. This card looked really good. And in fact, I want to tell you a little bit about the listing from the card that I did end up purchasing. Okay. The seller wrote in the comments, absolutely stunning. Sharp corners, centering, surface are all impeccable. That was the subheader that I think you have to pay extra for on eBay. That's insane. The seller posted 11 photos of the card. Almost maxed it out. Of the corners, the surface at an angle, corners on the back, edges. Card looked perfect. Yeah. I, I agree with the listing. I go ahead and buy the card. It goes through authentication program. This is at the end of July. Comes over to me. Card looks like from the photos that it has potential to be a nine or a 10. Okay. Which is why I bought it. Right. I open up the eBay easel and immediately the very first thing I see is the bottom left corner is bent. It's not dinged. It Mm -hmm. is bent. Yeah. Um, I still have it here. I still have in the case. And immediately, you know, my wife's standing right there. I just, I'm like, what in the hell is this? And I go back to the eBay seller posting. I try to look at it and compare it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I can see the corner perfectly. And the corner is perfect. It right. is absolutely perfect. This card's been damaged. Yeah. The outer casing of the eBay package was fine. The cardboard sandwiching the eBay easel is fine and not damaged. The easel itself is not damaged. Um, but the card is. So I don't know what to do at that point. I go into the eBay website to try and figure out what you can do. You mentioned earlier that within three days, if the card is damaged, that you can write them. There's no logical place to go on eBay to file this complaint. Mm. No phone number, no No. email address. No, no Mm. link. Just like they've got a thousand other links on the website to click them. There's nothing. So I end up going to Instagram and... I sent some messages. Oh, really? I thought it was on eBay's like instant messaging no, app. Yeah. You had to go, no, had to, go to Instagram. Media. Mm-hmm. And so after an hour of the message that I sent, <laughs> they say, thank you for contacting eBay. As a reminder, contacting us through a third-party social media, we recommend you don't share any of your information, yada, yada, yada. They make you sign a thing to sign into your account on eBay so that they can actually go look at it. Right. So I send them the cards, send them the photos. They say, thank you. Can you send us additional pictures of the corner of the card besides the one you uploaded into the return? Also, if you can send us a picture of the seal sticker that shows the card still intact, that would be appreciated. Once we have those, we'll be able to reach out to our authentication team and let them know. So I sent them a bunch of photos, sent them the before photos and the photos I have now clearly showing it. And you can find it on our uh, blog post, pttfpodcast.com. Awesome. And it's clear as day to see. They reach out about 45 minutes later. Great. Thank you for those photos. And at this point, I'm thinking, okay, something's going to happen here. I've reached out to our cards team. As soon as I hear back from them, I'll let you know. Another 20 minutes roll by. We just heard back from our authenticity guarantee team. And they're sorry to hear that the card arrived bent in the corner. They'd like to offer you a $50 partial refund. If you'd like to go ahead and process that, 
if you want us to go ahead and process that, let us know. And how much was the card again? $375. Oh, yeah, that, that makes up for it. Um, I say no. I said, I bought this car in pristine condition. And there's evidence of it. Because you're not Tim. Of course you did. Um, <laughs> so I tried to file a return before I went to Instagram, even though I know it's not the seller's fault, but I wanted to reach out to them somehow because yeah. I couldn't figure out where to go. Right. Um, I said, no, either I'm getting a return or you're giving me full price back. Um, they said, the seller doesn't offer returns, so the order is final. We'd be able to go $75 partial refund, but there are no options available for a full refund or return. If you'd like to accept it, we'll be happy to process it. However, that's the only option available. And at this point, you know, you're already steaming, right? You're oh, texting us I'm on the so side. I'm so mad. And I apologize to you guys for how many texts I sent you. I was so mad. No, right. I mean, no. that was no, apparent. We were all, we we were all, all mad for you. Uh, yeah. We reached out to our legal counsel and found out our legal counsel may or may not represent <laughs> the guilty party. Uh-huh. So now I have to write a letter to our legal counsel telling them to tell eBay to fix it. So the last two things with this is that I sent him back and I just said, like, no, you know, that that's not acceptable. They said, while we understand this isn't the answer that you're wanting to hear, this is the only option. If there's more that we could do, we would, but my hands are tied. We'll continue reading your messages, but we may not engage if your concern remains the same. Basically, if you continue to vent and prod and they'd be like GFY. And then eventually... She sent me a link to the authenticity guarantee. Well, before that, though, and I, I hopefully I'm not stepping no, on any toes. No, you're fine. I said, because I'm trying to kind of coach Chad through it. And not because Chad doesn't know what to do in this situation. I needed it. I was irrational. He was seeing red. I was And so, so he just needed the rational brain for a minute. And I said, insist on speaking to her supervisor. Yep. Yeah. Do you have that, what she wrote back there? She said that she was the highest level. She said, we're the exec team. We're as high as it gets, buddy. Which is hard. I mean, that was a Saturday night at like 10 p.m. Is like, I don't want to diminish her. She was nice. She responded to me, but like, is that really when your executive team's working a Saturday at 10 p.m.? Exactly. I think they started to say that because they know that people would pull that card to try to escalate, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was a, it was a prickish move on my part, but I was just, I was so angry. Right. And not, not to belittle her. I'm sure she wasn't the one who had that power, but anyway, so I'm fuming at this point. Um, I click over to the link where it says you can file, um, an appeal. Okay. Hmm. So I did. And it says that they will notify you within 48 hours of what their decision is. So that was August 1st. And they notified you by August 3rd, right? (laughs) I (laughs) I have received nothing. Of course not. No correspondence back. Well, to be fair, didn't you receive a correspondence saying you will receive a correspondence? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, in, yeah. in 72 hours, <laughs> I received an email that said you will receive a correspondence <laughs> in 48 hours. <laughs> and it is currently August 18th. And I've heard nothing back from you. Yeah. No, it's unbelievable. Ridiculous. Absolutely nothing. Um, I pulled the Instagram. Please. Uh, Pacamaniacs. Yeah. To see about their experiences. We have some data here. Yeah. Uh, some, some polls that we have here. Absolutely. I asked how many people would use the authenticity guarantee service. 48%. So almost 50% have had some experience with it. Yeah. I asked for negative experiences. There were a few. PDX hockey cards. My fantasy football run mate <laughs> They refused to authenticate the card that he had purchased. So he said that wow. he went ahead and just, they went off on Instagram and he bought the card anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I like that solution. JJ Gambino said bad. Bought a $2,000 card in an old PSA 8 label through Probstein and still went through the authentication program. In addition, the shipping was 12 days for a card that didn't need authenticity. Yep. <sighs> and Lots of people said it took longer. 
Um, and we got one more on here. Please. Thermos collection. Modern F1 card that the edge damage wasn't present in the photo and can't return the card. Kind of like your situation, right? So. Uh, he's also worried about resold authentic cards. He says that he's been yeah. able to remove the seal yeah. without tearing it. So wondering about people pulling out a card, mm-hmm. popping in a fake one and, and reselling it. There. Absolutely. There's such an easy solution to that too. Cause you know, like on the sides of Panini flawless cases, the second you tear off that label, it leaves behind like the, you know, hologram like uh, residue. Right. And there's no such thing on these eBay stickers. No. What so. this is, is, and we're going to get to the ultimate point. It's not a program you can opt out of. Right. Neither buyer nor seller can opt out of this program. eBay's already told you this is only going to be free for a limited period of time. Yeah. This is eBay trying to get their fingers on even more uh, cards so that they can nickel and dime yeah. the buyers and sellers even more yeah. with a sub um, standard. standard service. Thank you, Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that are actually hurting cards i mean look at the sample size yeah, we already have two people identified yeah who have had damaged cards from this thing it's not zero right i mean you multiply that out over what like 10 million cards a year right screw yeah. that uh and they're forcing us to send it to them i don't want csg or gcs yeah. looking nope. or whatever their initials are i don't are. need that reassurance no I'm sorry i'll yeah. send it to psa when i'm ready i'm happy to take that risk too 83 so. percent of instagram poll takers were not satisfied with that response from that, ebay that's pretty bad however yes light skin hq big lake underscore sports rv dot sports <laughs> cards vintage b-ball cards farsi <laughs> cards snky cards vintage pacer cards T-G-L, T-G-L, T-G-L. Well, first of all, your name is stupid, but all of you are idiots. <laughs> that is not an appropriate response from Evie! No, no. But it they is... thought it was. Get the hell out of here. And here's, here's <laughs> what I just threw me. my iPad on the floor. <laughs> what do you do? eBay has a, a corporate office here. I've tried to convince Chad, and maybe we will still do this at some point, that literally the two of us need, or, and Tim, you're welcome, Mm-hmm. walk in the front door and act like an idiot and say, you know, just be real kind. I need some help. Maybe you know someone. Maybe they'll give us a, the name of an actual human that will answer a phone or a phone number. But this is unacceptable to me to force us into this program, uh, risk damaging our cards and buying damaged cards now is what you forced us to do. Yeah, that's messed up. And you're not even offering... Uh, human resources or, or assistance for um, for customers that are dissatisfied with the product that you screwed up by touching it. Um, and what kills me above all else is they're simply the only shop in town. So they're able to get away with it. And mm-hmm. it's it's horse, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just sick over it. I'd like to say, everyone, let's boycott eBay and move somewhere else, but where are you going to go? Realistically, you can't, yeah. And that's what I've said that I would have done, and I still haven't bought a card from eBay since then, but I'm already starting to scroll like you get an itch. Like you said, where else are you going to go? Right. Yeah, I mean, check out my cards. is just, you know, it has its little niche, and it doesn't meet all of the things that eBay right. needs. And yeah. you got my, my slabs. slabs okay my as slabs, well. okay. Yeah, they do have raw cards now. Yeah. But again, these these and these are all great companies. I'd highly recommend you go check them out. The problem is, is that they just have limited eyes on yeah. those websites and yeah. as a result you don't get as many cards posted exactly or sold yeah. right but uh i don't know what you do with this i left it in the easel i i don't know why i'm expecting ebay to like well, respond to me at this point but hey if you're if you're a pack a maniac a true pack a maniac get at ebay on instagram 
get at eBay on Twitter and be polite. Say, why did you ruin Doc from Pack to the Future podcast uh, <laughs> card? I would like an answer, please. Let's make it better for everyone else in the future. Yeah. Ta- right, let's, tag let's us in it, it. So someone else doesn't have to. Seriously, tag that. us in it. And we want to harass them. They just need to hear about it. Cut that last over part. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really reasons. would be nice that none of us ever have to go through this again. I was Agreed. so irrationally mad. I was trying to enjoy SummerSlam. I was trying to text you guys, and they ruined my SummerSlam. Yeah. No, I don't blame you whatsoever. Um, but, Chad, I think I can bring you out of this funk. Yes. Oh, okay. What if... Uh, so that was a $375 card? Yeah. Yeah, roughly. What if that was like a six-figure card and uh, you sold it back when it was a four-figure card? Uh, oh, no. Tim? Just no. Huh? What? Oh, Tim? Oh, what? You know, can you imagine? So, you know, that 2014 <laughs> No, Tim, we can't. <laughs> Tell us. Oh, gosh. Ricky, you've held this card. I have held this card. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Yes, with his Babe Ruth and his Jordan oh. that he sold. And then the, the Griffey mantle. And the Griffey mantle. Yeah, oh you held those all in your hand. At I one still point. have the photo. Yeah, if I can find do. it, I'll throw yeah. it on the blog. Think no, it's it's sick. the photo I have for you when you call me. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. post. Hang on. The, Let me see. Send yeah. it to I'll me. We'll get it, it on the blog. Think how sick our recording studio would be. Oh, if we still had one, we'd have else. an actual recording studio, not this bunker. I know. <laughs> Tim, we're very appreciative that you let us use your house for a recording. We're appreciative to you and Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's the tiny little snapshot, but yeah. Anyway, you can kind of see. Yeah. Yes. Let me take a look at oh, oh. No, if I sold that right now, it would have to go through this horse bleep oh. program. And at that point, it was still in the mag uh, inside with the flawless sticker on it. You what would sell- they have done? You wouldn't be selling this on eBay. You'd be selling this on Golden, dude. Well, I know. Well, <laughs> at this stage, yes. Like somebody is after they cracked it out of the Panini slab. It got it graded a BGS 9.5, a.k.a. a PSA 8. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Jim. Uh, $98,000 and counting at the last time I checked, and I'm not going to find out how much that sells for. Yes, you Uh, are. You live for that. You live to punish yourself. No more self-flagellation. When does it end? I don't know. (laughs) I really don't. I saw an alarm. No. Right by the front door when we walked in, a countdown timer. Uh, I'm pretty clock. sure it's to that. Is there a chance that it goes through Saturday? Probably, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm, yeah. I need you to send me the link. It's going on our blog. Oh, shoot. You don't have to look, but uh, let our listeners at least yeah. watch. Yeah, so for perspective, so the guy I bought this from. Every extra he, thousand a bill goes off. He <laughs> razzed it off for $1,800. Um, I flipped it for about $4,500 about a year later, um, and I was pretty happy because I was like, you know, what vet patch <laughs> auto is going to ever fetch, you know? That was already a lot of money back in 2018, right? So. It's true. And you do have to remember, I all of us are laughing. I know that we've probably just almost created about a dozen accidents for people listening to the show <laughs> and hearing what Tim just said. But you do have to remember yeah. that it was pre-COVID and none of pre-COVID. us knew yeah. the numbers yeah. the market would hit like they went did. Ridiculous, you know, but that's easily, easily my most uh, regrettable hobby mistake at this point. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you guys know how I feel about Brady, right? Like, he does nothing about, uh, you know, yeah, he doesn't tickle my balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Deflated or not. You know what, though? That's on uh, you and I, Chad. He looked at both of us and paused, and neither <laughs> we were both looking down doing something else. Yeah. And he says, got to bring their attention yeah. back. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> and he did. 
Man, so uh, oh, shoot. you were like the king of looking at how your cards do after you get rid of them. Uh, no, I wasn't even trying this time. I'm just sitting here like, you know, waking up in the morning, scrolling through my Instagram feed, and lo and behold, somebody posted, you know, which of these five cards is going to hold value over time the best at $108,000 and counting on Golden. <laughs> and there it is, smack in the middle. This card that had a really distinctive patch from the Patriots logo. <laughs> Out of five... From Flawless, no longer in the little Flawless case, but somehow a nice shiny BGS slab. What was the first word that came out of your mouth? Uh, yeah, I have to believe that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Timmy, yeah. you're smart to not look at the final score. I know you will yeah, eventually will. Uh, because you are a glutton for punishment. This will be a good test of if new Tim is here to stay. Oh, we'll yeah, check in with you. Yeah. I, I believe he is here to stay. Mm-hmm. I think so. He's been a changed man over the past nine to 12 months. I, I, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. This is a new Timmy we're dealing with. Yeah. Everything's changed. So, all right, guys. <laughs> it's, it's been another fun show for Chad and Tim. This is Ricky, the uncrossed over BGS 9.5, <laughs> wishing all of you a one of one night. A lot of emotion in that show. Yeah, a ton of them. Yeah. I'm exhausted. That, there was a lot yeah, there. That was a roller coaster. I'm going to sleep well tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the pop report on that PSA 7 ticket. Yeah.